0: Welcome to episode 612 of the official EstablishTheRun.com podcast. My name is Adam Levitan, joined by Evan Silva and Mike Leone. We are roughly two weeks away from the NFL regular season. I am at 3.6 inches, approaching the full 3.9. Evan, how's it going today?
1: It's going really well. I know that you're a really big fan of, what, the Peach Snapple? Oh, I can't stop. So I was at Walgreens today, and I, I was, like, looking for something to drink on the fly, and I found the Zero sh- Sugar Peach Snapple. It's actually really good. I wanted to recommend that to the people. i always got to give good food and drink
0: recommendations. Once you've had the real peach snapple, I can't oh. have the Zero, but I hear you. I hear you It's for really sure.
1: good. I'm telling you, man. Danny,
0: right. how's it going today? It's going
2: well. I've got my uh, six-year-old breaking into the room as I'm trying to record, but, you know,
0: we're, we're making it work. Get this kid in school. Jesus, Yeah, right.
2: dude, we don't start school until like September 5th here. You guys are lucky over there.
0: On today's show, we are doing part one of our four part positional series. On each of these shows, we're gonna be covering strategy for the position, who we're targeting, sleepers, bus, etc. Two things before we get into it here first. We worked out a deal with DraftKings for you guys. I I personally hate deals and promos. I always think there's strings attached. There's more than meets the eye. It's not worth that hassle. I assure you, there are no strings on this DraftKings promo whatsoever. If you purchase DraftKit Pro or the Bundle on ETR, you will get an email giving you $10 to play on DraftKings Best Ball where there is a ton, ton, ton of action. DraftKit Pro is $49.99, but if you're playing Best Ball on DraftKings, it's effectively $39.99. Best rankings to bring to your draft. plus Thorman's Thorman's ranks in-season, rest of season top 150, Dynasty Trade Calculator, more. Second, reminder that if you do plan to play DFS this season, you really should check out the Solver Optimizer, best optimizer out there. In my completely unbiased opinion, definitely easiest to use. If you use the link in the show notes when you sign up and you have ETR in-season, our projections will auto-sync in the Solver. Recommend signing up now for the Solver because preseason NFL is indeed free, so you get to play around with it for preseason before the real bullets start to fly all right let's get into it here at quarterback and we want to be clear we are looking at this through a home league lens we're here with 12 of our boys we're doing a half ppr draft this is not best ball this is not tight end premium this is not high stakes this is not large field tournaments this is fantasy the way god intended straight up 12 team home league i think people are going to be stunned leone at how high quarterbacks go and we talked about this some last year and i was like man i don't know josh allen round three you know why would i do that when i can get jalen hurts in round six or round seven that turned out to be a smash if you go back and listen to this episode last year we were all on jalen hurts that really worked out this year though i don't see someone like jalen hurts that i want to be all in on in the middle rounds i find myself more likely to take a round three quarterback now it doesn't make me feel comfortable as a long time late and mid-round quarterback bro though Leone from a macro from a high level strategy perspective how do you think about how high the top tier of quarterbacks goes now
2: yeah it's hard because I feel like you can make cases for all the quarterbacks at their prices right now it seems somewhat efficient to me if I get in kind of no man's land in the middle of the third round and Alan Hurts or Mahomes are there I'll pull the trigger I think that makes sense especially understanding that you know, ideally, if you're utilizing the ETR ranks and you're a pretty sharp drafter, you're going to be able to beat people on values later. Whereas, um, and sometimes just getting these onesie positions where it's tough to even get that upside later at all, where we kind of other positions make sense. Um, Lamar Jackson in round four, I think is a really good fallback option. If you don't get the top three, I think there's some chances that he's the QB one. I'm really excited about this offense this year with Monken. and as the offensive coordinator it's going to be a new look there's it's the best group of pass catchers lamar jackson's ever thrown to so i think you know he's probably more of a target for me in round four than it is those top three guys that are going you know a lot of times these guys are going by the end of round two so it's just mm-hmm. kind of difficult to get them
0: right and, and if i miss on one of those top three i am more than fine with lamar jackson i actually consider lamar jackson to be in that same tier evan how do you think about the top tier? do you think it's a three quarterback tier or a four quarterback tier at the top and do you think drafting quarterback in round three is okay this year
1: I actually think that it's a five quarterback tier with Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen Jalen Hurts Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields rounding out the top tier I mean we just saw Justin Fields run for over a thousand yards in 15 games and the Bears went out of their way to build up his pass catcher core. So I think that everything could come together for him this year. That means I've been getting a lot of ju- a lot of Justin Fields, and I've been getting a ton of Lamar Jackson because the way that I draft quarterbacks is I try to essentially get the last guy in each tier, the guy that falls past his ADP, the guy that I have ranked higher than the field, and that tends to be Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. The one guy I was kind of hoping that would be this year's Jalen Hurts, that middle round smash, is Deshaun Watson. Uh, but I recently moved him down a tier, and uh, you know, just as we as we get closer and closer to the season, I've I've lost confidence in him, um, it, you know, potentially being that Jalen Hurts this year.
0: I think in a lot of home leagues, I'm going to get boxed out from Hurts, Allen, Mahomes. I think they'll go too early. I do think that I have shots at Lamar Jackson like these guys have talked about. The difference, the reason why I don't have Justin Fields in the top tier like Evan does is I do not think he's going to progress as a thrower the way Josh Allen has, Jalen Hurts has, Lamar Jackson led the NFL in passing touchdowns, his MVP year. I just don't think that's in the range for Justin Fields this year. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, Justin Fields certainly belongs in that top tier, but I do think he'll go a little bit later. Looking at some of this ADP, it looks like at least a round back In home leagues, to Justin Fields, Leone. How do you feel if you miss on the top four quarterbacks here? What's the strategy after that?
2: Yeah, I think you're gonna have to use some feel, especially if you're using our ranks. Sometimes we're behind quarterbacks relative to home leagues, and it it is a position that you got to be like somewhat tethered to the market. So just be aware of where your league drafts quarterbacks, because I do like Justin Herbert as a breakout quarterback. You know, if he's going. In the fourth round, I'm probably not interested, but if you can get him at the five, six turn or something, I'm interested in in that Chargers offense and just how much they're going to throw. They're going to get down the field more often. They bring over Kellen Moore, fits what they do, fast-paced, aggressive throwing the ball. Uh, You can also bet on Trevor Lawrence sort of continuing his breakout from last year and taking it up a notch. Again, I feel more comfortable like six, seven, if he's going to go in the fifth, that might be a touch early for me. I do think you know, late round quarterback has some options this year, though. If you want to, especially invest in some rushing quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson generally goes a little bit later in in more casual leagues than you know the the sharp upside drafters and some other formats. And I think taking multiple quarterbacks too is a better bet than I've done in the past. Like a lot of times in the past, it's kind of like get your guy, don't waste the bench spot on a backup quarterback. You know, you can fill in on the waiver wire for for the week that they missed but this year i think you can kind of make like two bets right like you can take anthony richardson and daniel jones kind of late and just hope that one of them actually hits that meaningful upside top eight so it's not that you're playing matchups or streaming but it's you're taking two guys that have that type of upside profile and you know hoping that you hit on one of them
0: yeah the, the middle round quarterbacks evan like joe burrow and justin herbert i do think have upside on efficiency right like these guys could have a ton of volume and be two of the most efficient quarterbacks in the entire league. Their pass-catching cores are both awesome. Joe Burrow goes very high. I mean, the ADP that we have for home leagues right now in Joe Burrow is like round four. That's very high for him in a league where you can get Joe Burrow round five, Justin Herbert round five, six. I think I'm still okay with that, even though it's not naturally the way I like to play the quarterback position from a rushing perspective. And what do you think about Burrow, Herbert, Lawrence types who... Don't run a ton, but I still think have some upside.
1: Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow. So he just always goes higher than I'm willing to take him. And this, this calf injury leads me away from him. It does sound like he's likelier than not to be ready for week one, but he's also in the past two seasons had a tendency to start a little bit slow. And so when you combine that with the calf injury, you know, I would, I have Joe Burrow ranked ahead of Justin Herbert, but I'm much more likely to draft Justin Herbert than I am to spend what it's what you have to spend to get Joe Burrow. I mean, yeah. Joe Joe Burrow often will like go ahead of Lamar Jackson. I mean, especially in home league, so he'll he he frequently. I'll say more often than not goes ahead of Justin Fields. So Joe Burrow, I, I've kind of been out on. I still think he's going to have a really good season, but I don't I don't know if he's going to be that super high impact quarterback right, right away because of the calf injury and because of his little slight tendency to start a little bit slow.
0: I mean, look, we know what the deal is with guys who don't run like Kirk Cousins last year, I thought was awesome. He threw for 4,500 yards and 29 touchdowns. He still only finishes the quarterback 11 in points per game. If you don't give yourself any rushing outs, it's really hard to break into that elite tier. And yeah, Joe Burrow runs more than Kirk Cousins, but certainly not a ton. Yeah, and to your point, Adam, like like Burrow will be fine, right? Like he'll be good, but he doesn't have that huge ceiling.
2: And take Kirk Cousins where Kirk Cousins goes, if you want to bet on that passing efficiency ceiling and accept like a little bit, you know, lower of like a top end
0: ceiling. Don't take Joe Burrow in, in, in early round four. Okay. A question what I used to do before every home league to prepare, I would say to myself, who is the last quarterback? that I'm okay taking? Who's the last quarterback that I'm okay with being my starter? That strategy I think has become less viable now that the guys at the top have have separated so much. And that's why I just talked about, I'm willing to take these guys in round three and round four. But if I was playing my old strategy, who's the last guy I'd be willing to take? I think it would either be Daniel Jones or Geno Smith for me as the last two quarterbacks I'm okay with as my starter. Evan, I'm curious what you think is the lowest you would go as your starting quarterback in a home league it's definitely geno
1: smith and i mean geno smith i'm looking at fantasy pros adp right now he's the quarterback 15. yeah in adp and i mean i have him like quarterback 10. Mm-hmm. so he's a guy that especially like on you know in the in the best during the best ball season i was just drafting the heck out of as my quarterback two in a home league i mean they're you know there are certain scenarios where like you're just not going to get one of the top seven quarterbacks. And so in that in those scenarios, I would be willing to wait until the early double digit rounds to take Geno Smith. I think that the Seahawks offense is going to continue its upward trajectory. We saw a breakout season from them last year. A lot of continuity. They added JSN. I know that JSN is on the shelf right now. He's going to be back. I mean, they're loaded on offense.
0: Yeah, I think the JSN injury stinks for Geno, but we are hoping to see JSN by week two or week three. Uh, we'll see if we will. Leona, do you still think it's viable to go into a season in a home league with something as thin as Geno as your starter? Do we need to prioritize it before there? I think it's okay. Um,
2: I think last year broke out in a certain way where these guys, the the guys we thought would hit ceiling, like all did, and it it might not break out exactly that way. And your league mates are spending a lot higher draft pick than in the past on these guys where you could really just beat them up at the skill position. So I I think it's okay. You know, I I prefer like Daniel Jones, Anthony Richardson, um, just for a bit more ceiling, but we've kind of got that cluster of, you could throw in like Tua, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, who I all think, are fine and you know once you hit a certain point in your draft you might be able to wait a really long time if you wait you know if you wait it out through eight rounds and then at that point you might as well wait it out through 12 because it's not going to change a whole ton
0: exactly if you wait it out through eight rounds it's most likely that everyone already has a quarterback they're unlikely to take another one the Daniel Jones one was the one that I was going to highlight if I was going to go late round quarterback this year I think Daniel Jones is the most mispriced one guy finishes the qb9 in points per game last year gets massive upgrades in weaponry darren waller jalen hyatt paris campbell maybe sterling shepherds healthy maybe wandale gets healthy year two of dable and he's being drafted as the quarterback 14 like under in what world can Daniel jones is going to be worse than he was last year so if i'm waiting on quarterback i think dylan jones is the one for me before we get out of here i'd be remiss if we didn't talk about sleepers and bust my favorite sleeper and it's not as viable because this is one quarterback format, but my favorite sleeper at quarterback is certainly Sam Howell. I kind of stinks that the cat got out of the bag on Sam Howell in that preseason game against the Ravens. We've talked a ton about his rushing ability. Uh, also, I think he has really good weaponry and we'll see on Terry McLaurin's toe. I think it's going to be fine for now, but we'll see. But yeah, for people in deep leagues, two quarterbacks, Sam Howell will be my favorite. I throw Kenny Pickett into the mix, Brock Purdy on efficiency. Leone, any sleepers for the people for you at quarterback?
2: If you play with an IR spot, I think an easy move might be to take Kyler and and throw him on Mm -hmm. your IR spot. And then immediately, you know, you get to wait and see if that upside hits without using a spot on your bench. So Arizona right now, their their expected team total over the course of the season is absurdly low. Vegas has no expectations, but it is your chance to get a guy who was going in that range of guys like Jalen Hurts last year um, at a a really cheap cost.
0: Evan, any sleepers for the people at quarterback?
1: I mean, I think you guys kind of took them all. I might throw Jordan. I'm not a Jordan Love guy, but I might throw him in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Ryan Tannehill is just absurdly cheap. Mm -hmm. So if you're in two quarterback super flex, I mean, you could get him as your QB three and like rotate him in, you know, one, you know, your QB two goes down. Ryan Tannehill is going to be viable. He can run a little bit. He's got DeAndre Hopkins. Now it sounds like this Traylon Burks injury. He might be back for week one or week two. Um, So that's where I go with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, In terms of busts, I don't really have a bust, per se, at quarterback. The one that I've shied away from is the Deshaun Watson stuff at cost. But now that he's getting cheaper, I'm more okay with that. I still think Deshaun Watson is going to run a decent amount, which will help him, and he has a really good supporting cast. So it's just scary for me. The last time we saw Deshaun Watson play well is so, so, so long ago. But I get it. Any bust for you at quarterback leone i'd say aaron Rodgers might be you know a
2: quiet bust where he's not awful but he's not going to give you the ceiling that you need and where he goes we hit on you know a handful of guys we all like more whether it's yeah. gino whether it's daniel jones anthony richardson so i think he's a pretty bad pick at qb12 right now
0: yes agreed i mean he's getting worse he plays slow you know It's a mess. Like, he's going to try to force the ball to Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, which isn't going to work, you know. Uh, Okay, Evan, any bust for you?
1: I was going to say Aaron Rodgers. I would throw in Kirk Cousins, and it's not because I think he's going to have a poor season. I actually think he's going to have a really good season. He just, as as Adam mentioned toward the top, he doesn't really give you that top eight. Nine upside because he just doesn't run. I I think he's going to have a good season. I I think that the the Vikings' passing offense is something I'm I'm willing to invest in this year. But you almost have to draft him as your your starter, your your you know your low end quarterback one
0: starter to get him. I'm not I'm not willing to do that. Yep, I think those are all good ones. All right, hope this was helpful on quarterback position as you guys get set for your drafts appreciate you all being here be sure you're following at evan Silva, at two hats one mike at adam levitan on the twitter machine and you are subscribed to our youtube it is indeed free for evan for leone for producer luke i am adam good luck everybody <music>